Closing ceremonies, if you will. Part four of four of Boy to Boy, Po' Boy 2020. And this is... <laughs> Can you tell? And this is... Jimbo, anything? Um, the fourth in a dog-to-dog series. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've been listening for the last... <laughs> If you've been listening to this podcast for the last three episodes, you'll have heard a dog of note, mm-hmm. Chimbo Pop Pop. Chimbo Halloween Kills. Ha- Chimbo Halloween Kills. Chewbacca, Susan Rice. Um, <laughs> I won't. I, I'm not going to out my last name. Yeah. <laughs> so people don't Heaven know. Forbid. <laughs> um, I'm not going to dox myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we've been potting to potting with. Um, both of our dogs, and this is the final episode, unless we come up with an idea at some point, mm-hmm. um, which we probably will. Well, yeah, Pop Pops probably presents prestige pets of Star Wars. All right, so we're doing five episodes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are going to do a fan favorite, Poe Boy Theater. Yeah, we haven't um, done Poe Boy Theater in a very long time. We've not done Poe Boy Theater in a very long time. No One... Big part of Poboy Theater. So we have two different kind of styles of Poboy Theater. Um, this is the original intention of Poboy Theater, where we have a source material and we're going to reenact um, a comic book. So we're gonna we're gonna speak it to life. We did that with um, episode one. I mean, issue one of the Poe Dameron comic series, and that was in the early early days of Poboys, and then. The ones that we most recently did were our interpretations of trailers. Yep. Um, so that's more of like an improv thing. So this is yeah, us speaking into... Um, we're, we're doing Star Wars, The Rise of Kylo Ren. Yes, and it's by the same author. You have the credits there in front of you if you want to go through that. Yeah, so Charles Soule wrote this. Who also and wrote the Poe Dameron book. He wrote the Poe Dameron book. The and then what book. else has he done? He done he's going to be... He's the Guy who's going to write that first High Republic novel. Okay. He's so, currently writing the main Star Wars comic book series that takes place between Empire and Return of the Jedi. That that series is so wild, and mm-hmm. they just touch on all these things that, like, I really wish were not in the Star Wars ser- series. <laughs> like, you know, Vader and Luke, oh, interacting with, uh, with each other, not interacting with each yeah. other, just like these close, close spells... Is that the one? That's not the Vader one where he fights like an Akbar no, android. No, that's the one by Karen Gillan. I really like that series, but yeah, that uh, one was also wild. Oh well, and then Charles Soule also wrote. So Charles Soule's a very prolific comic book writer. Not to go off on too much of a tear here. He's, he's I mean, he writes several books at the same time, uh, and he's also a novelist, and he's also a practicing lawyer. No way. Yeah. Really. Yeah, and. Um, he he has written some of my favorite Star Wars comic books, though. He wrote the Lando miniseries, which he did with Alex Maleev. Uh, it was a five-issue book about Lando. I think it took place, like, maybe shortly after A New Hope or something like that. That was really, really good. 
Um, and then he wrote the second volume of the Darth Vader comic book. So when Marvel first acquired the rights to Star Wars comic books, they launched it with a Star Wars book and a Darth Vader book. And a Darth Vader book at that time was a 24-issue run by Kieran Gillen and Salvador LaRocca that covered Darth Vader's kind of fall from grace after the events of A New Hope and how he goes from really messing up and getting the Death Star blown up to being in charge of the Imperial Navy and at the Bridge of the Executor at the beginning of Empire Strikes Which is really a fascinating story. Yeah, it's not something you, I thought when, about. When you kind of think about that. Yeah. Because then the other series was in between Empire and Return, where Palpatine is actively trying to find Vader's replacement, and Vader's also actively trying to find... Like, Vader's gone in, into his head that Luke is going to be the replacement. Yeah, so that, I think, is what's unfolding currently. Oh, okay. Which I haven't read, I, like I said, I, uh, several times before. I don't read comic books month to month anymore, so I, I'm not on top of that. But... After that first volume of the Darth Vader series, they started over with a new number one, and they did a second volume written by Charles Soule, which is another one of my favorite Star Wars books. It's a tw another 24-issue Darth Vader series that takes place immediately starting at the end of episode three. And it goes over how Darth Vader gets his lightsaber, which is interesting. And it has the third out of the four arcs in that I actually sent to you, Fortress Vader. And it goes over... Actually, that, that's the fourth. That's the final arc. And it goes over how the castle Fortress Vader was built. And it's, it's really good. I really like that. Um, so Charles Soule is definitely responsible for some, some pretty cool Star Wars stuff. Um, yeah, so this is, this. this is the rise of Kylo Ren. Um, we generally, I, I don't know about you, but I generally know what's happening at this point because he got spoiled on social media okay. of um, how he becomes Kylo Ren. So I don't know if this first episode is going to explain the Jedi Temple. So like that cutscene in episode eight where I have to find out. yeah I, well listeners you're gonna find out so because right. pete you haven't actually read this yet no I, I the trade collecting these four issues just came out two weeks ago uh -huh. well like eight weeks ago by the time you guys are hearing this it's four issues so pete's reading from my copy of the trade paperback i'm reading the first individual issue i have uh so we're, we're going off of roughly the you know the same stuff and yeah it's four issues it's supposed to tell you know, about how Ben Solo fell to become Kylo Ren. Now, I've read the whole arc, and I do intend to force Pete to do a book boys on it, probably the next episode. Um, in fact, I insist, because Pete insisted on his little book boys. Um, which is good, because so. that gives me more time to write the Star Wars fan fiction, which... That's right, because we have 100 followers on Twitter. We have 100 followers on Twitter. Yeah. It's probably less at this point. No way we keep it. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah. way. Um, but we didn't talk about the Poe Olympics because we're so, we had the competitive spirit mm -hmm. and social media, our stamp on the Star Wars really didn't matter because we were in it to win it. Yeah. Josh, not so much at certain points where he actively said, this is dumb. Yeah. I don't want to play this anymore, yeah. but. Which to be fair is what I say when I'm playing Battlefront 2 by myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to. How, we're gonna do this. Um, so obviously, it's not even spoilers because we're going to, yeah, say the whole thing. Yes, and so we have been. Pete and I are obviously both very noted actors, and we went. We've gone full method for this. Him and I have run through this a full t few times, and um, yeah, I, I I told my dad treat me like you're Han and I'm Kylo, and then he said, 
who's Han and who's Kyle? And I said, that's really good, Dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, can, continue to do that. You're, you're and then he said, I... Famously a Tokyo Drift fan, so yeah. he assumed you meant Han from Fast and Furious. Yeah. Yeah. And then he kept doing, he kept hurting my feelings over and over again. He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm like, seriously, dad, it was real bad. It was real bad. Um, yeah, I have, like I said, I just finished reading this arc earlier this week. I have a lot of thoughts on it. I'm going to save that for book boys. Why don't you go ahead and finish reading up those credits there? Yeah. So, um, Charles is the writer. Yeah. The artist is Will Slinney. The color artist is Guru EFX, which I, is that a synonym? Is that like a pseudonym? Um, I have no idea. Um, the letterer was VC's Travis Lanham. Lanham. Cover art is by Clayton Crane. And then, um, oh, special thanks to J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, assistant editor Tom Groneman and editor Mark Panacea. Yep. And so for a brief second, a little bit of context here, this first issue that we are going to read came out the day before Rise of Skywalker. Oh, right, okay. Now, with that being said, both of our Rise of Skywalker experiences were not the same as The Force Awakens. Mm. Like, I didn't wait in a single line mm. um, for this. So I like I would imagine if we had gotten this during Force Awakens, somebody would be reading this in line. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think the extent of... I know that the soundtrack for episode nine came out the same day as the movie or as a, no it came out the day well so the movie came out on thursday night uh-huh. the soundtrack and all that stuff came out friday yeah which so is the proper theatrical release date yeah so that would have been something i would have actually been listening to mm-hmm. as a lead up to this i would not have read this the yeah. day before i don't think i ended up reading it beforehand i did i think i read it later that night after i'd seen the movie and if i am if i'm correct in what this is i would have been furious but let's save that for book boys yes we're gonna really i again i have a lot i want to say about this book okay so, I so guess without further ado uh we already said we practice a lot we're method actors how do you uh how are we doing this how do we do this so i take it kylo talks ben talks a lot um eventually oh okay <laughs> Um, I was going to suggest that I become, I do Kylo, um, mm-hmm. cause you have, um, to quote one of our fans, um, you just seem to be a better actor than me. I'm not going to center, you know, point anybody out, but, um, I got a lot of trash in the fan fiction that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to take that to heart. Okay. And well, let's, let's start this way. Uh, with this, there's a prologue here. What the hell is this? Okay, you, you know right. what? All right, all right, fine, fine, fine. Um, uh, how about, well, you seem incredulous. You will describe the pictures for this prologue. I will do the dialogue. Okay, so. Long ago. Long ago, and we have a picture of basically. The guy from Slipknot. Guy from Slipknot. <laughs> this is like, um, I don't know, a, 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 an apocalyptic picture of like a guy who has like just this horrifying mask and he has it's it's, win- like a it's, rune it's on winter it. and yet he's shirtless. Now the guy's ripped. And he's either he's ripped, he's either burned or covered in mud. I no, I think he's definitely burned. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, "I am called Ren." Oh sorry, I'll do a voice. "I am called Ren." Yeah, so then But that's not my name. Yeah, and then he says this, you think he's saying it to no one, but he's actually talking to two orphans that, mm. they look like orphans. We don't know if they're mm-hmm. orphans yet. 
And they're you're cursed. And your younger brother here is Philip. Good to meet you both. We've been looking for you for a while. Yeah, so we, we go to the next page. Pan out. <laughs> All right, well, that looks nothing like what I thought. And basically, in the background of him talking to these two little kids, um, and I'll, I'll play the kids. Please do. Um, the Knights of Ren are absolutely demolishing everybody. And these are the Knights of Ren we know. They're all, it's the same lineup, other than this one guy who calls himself what's that? What's that futuristic cop movie that... Um, Robocop. Yeah, Robocop. It looks like they're killing every member of Robocop. Like Robocop, of course, famously being a group. Yes. With members. All the Robocops. Yeah, and so it's just utter pandemonium here. And he says, Looks like we got here just in time! What is this? Sector security almost had us! And then you guys swoop in and just start shoving back them? <laughs> Who in the blazes are you? <laughs> yeah, Sexsec wants you too bad. Word is you've killed what? At least a hundred people? But we want you too. We can work with you. Make you one of us. A knight of Ren. Yeah, we see a bunch of scenes of the different Knights of Ren using... They're just going to town. Yeah, they're going to town, and they're using the weapons that, like, you all are supposed to be like, oh, that's so cool from the 15 seconds you saw it in episode 9. big um, croquet mallet. Yeah, and all, (laughs) like, as a background, all these Knights of Ren are people that killed people to get their weapons. They don't... None of that becomes apparent in episode 9. But I digress. And yeah, and it... Yeah. Uh, we have a friend! He told us about you, Karst! Said you can touch the shadow! Do things! Like this! And he floats a lightsaber hilt. That true? Yeah, and it's the Force, okay? So. The shadow. So. Yeah, yeah, I can! I don't call it that, but. <laughs> yeah! And he's floating a little ice block. That's good! That's real good! We can all do it! It's like. A requirement to join! Uh, well... And this is the other brother. <laughs> well, join... Well, I'll follow <laughs> you. <laughs> just, uh, let's... Just get us out of here. You don't follow me, friend. You follow this. He lights up the lightsaber and it's red. The Ren! And now he's holding his red lightsaber in his palm like a weirdo. Yeah. The Ren doesn't stop to worry about what's burning or what's right or wrong or the goals it might achieve. The Ren just is. It lives and it consumes and it doesn't apologize. It is its nature and nothing else. I believe in that principle on a deep, deep level. In fact, I've dedicated my life to it. So, to describe this guy, it basically looks like Anakin, episode three, if... Anakin wasn't that jacked. If he was jacked, and if he just, like, brushed off the lava, and then continued. (laughs) Why did I pick this voice? So now he's pointing his red lightsaber at Karst, the uh, shadow-sensitive brother. Uh Uh-huh. You can do that, too! Bathe yourself in the shadow! Fight its battles! Preserve its tools! Eat what it sends you. All we need is a death. <laughs> a death, a death. I've killed more people than I can. <laughs> That's why these fools want me dead. Why you came for me, right? No. A good death. 
My my brother. Pow! <laughs> <laughs> They're done. Get me the hell out of here. And that's the comic book said that bad word, not us. Oh, Philin, you've got the attitude, and that's good. I respect that. But you can't touch the shadow. <gasps> and then both the brothers are dead, because the non-force-sensitive brother killed the force-sensitive brother, and they don't want the non-force-sensitive guy. And we pan out, and it's a bunch of dead Robocop. Did work out? And that's another night of rent. No, Trudgeon! And isn't that a great name? You don't regret having that name at all, Trudgeon! But that's all right. If it were easy to join us, everyone would do it. The master will find us someone else soon enough. What? Meow. Let's go find something to burn. Um, Star Wars with Star Ben Solo's Wars. fall to the dark Star side of the Force. Wars. With Ben Solo's fall to the dark side of the Force will come the rise of Kylo Ren, Chapter One. Oh wow! Now. So you actually have... Oh, okay. I just it's, it's I, I, slightly I, different in the. I, well, no, I just I, I accidentally went to the wrong page. I gotcha. Okay. So uh, you want to be Ben Solo, right? So I guess I will narrate and provide background here, and you will you will do ben okay. Solo. And we see a familiar image here: it's the Burning Jedi Temple, like we see in the flashbacks in Last Jedi. Uh-huh. And in the foreground, we have Ben Solo staring at this raging fire with his blue lightsaber. Uh, now, the Jedi Temple of Luke Skywalker. And what we see is a ship that looks kind of like a mix between an X-Wing and a Y-Wing. Yep. But it's big enough to fit three people, which is interesting. Yep. And so we have in this ship three Jedi. Um, and so I will just explain this up front. You find out in later issues, these are supposed to be peers of Ben Solo in terms of age. They all look Much like old people. Yeah, there, There's a woman with white hair, a bald man, and a squid person. Uh, Qualish. Sure. Um, no, Quarren. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a Quarren. It doesn't matter. So we have the three of them. Um, this bald fellow goes, how is this possible? And they're coming in on the fire of the temple. And yeah. the white hair lady goes, huh, I don't know. And then the squid guy goes, we have to get down there. We have to help. And the lady says, help who? Hennix? That's the squid guy's name? Oh, and I think the squid is a girl. I can't sense anything down there. Not even, not even Master Luke. And then the ball guy goes, I sense someone, Vo. I sense Ben. And the three of them touch down, they're out of their ship, and they are going to confront Ben. <laughs> oh, you three. That's right. <laughs> you were off planet? What happened here? Where's Master Skywalker? Where is Master Skywalker, Ben? We can't sense his presence. He talked to me. <laughs> me, Ty, tried to kill me in my sleep. And <laughs> now he's dead. That cannot be. Master Skywalker would never hurt any of us. And you, Ben Solo, could never. What? 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 <laughs> you don't think I could do it? <laughs> you don't think I'm strong enough in the force? I'm stronger than all three of you put together. <laughs> Skywalker made us all act like we were equal, but uh, <laughs> all you know, you all know the truth. I was this temple's prize student. <laughs> and when it mattered, I was stronger than Luke Skywalker. 
And for the purposes of this portrayal, I am just grouping all three of these Jedi into, uh, and I don't remember what that voice was. Ben, please! The story you're telling us, it can't possibly be true! There must be more to what happened. The temple, Master Luke, the other students, just talk to us. It can't be as bad as you're saying. And he puts a hand on Ben's shoulder. And Ben's like, yeah. I told you what I heard. What heard? What happened here? Oh, this place. And, and this Pete's reading in this dialogue is actually weirdly how it's written. Like they wrote out all this weird stuttering and stammering. This place was a lie. Now it's over. <laughs> I'm leaving. Well, you all should too. You're not going anywhere, Ben. And she reaches for her lightsaber. Oh. By the seas. Are we really going to? No, we're not. Ben, we can just talk. But it's too late. The white hair lady and the squid lady, zoom, zoom, they light up their lightsabers. None of you are Jedi. Do you know how I know that? You're all afraid. Especially you, Vo, which we have no idea which one. Uh, I think Vo is the white haired lady. Okay. You should be. Just get out of my way. I will be responsible for what happens if you force me to fight you. Don't worry, Solo. I'll take full responsibility. Oh, no, don't! And Ben freezes her in the force. How? And then you say, I told you! And the white haired lady, Vogue, gets thrown into the squid person, Squidward. Don't, Ty! I'm giving I haven't said oh. my line yet. And so it's just the bald fella left with his lightsaber. He's clearly very reluctant. Blast Ben! Why are you doing this? And you for, say for dramatic effect. Oh. Don't die. I'm giving you a chance. I just want to go home. He didn't say home. He just says he wants yeah, to go. Yeah, we're paraphrasing. Did you not? Well, you shouldn't paraphrase this. one comes later in the same okay. issue, but whatever. Okay, okay, okay. And then Bo says, You really think you're better than all three of us, but then let's find out. And the squid says, Last chance, fellas. And that's the squid. Oh, fine. And then all three of them get pushed back in the force and in the debris, there's a splinter of wood that hits the squid person. Phoenix! Hi. And my character, he's he's pretty upset. He's then, very surprised at his own strength, but then he quickly pulls it together. And I said, I warned you guys. Here, Phoenix, let me take your pain. You feel nothing. And then Vo says, I can get this thing out. I can be delicate. And the squid says, I feel clever to be tiny. And then Vo, leave off. You haven't been delicate to do your life. Just get me. Get to the bed, baby. Vo, what are we going to do? First, we're going to help Phoenix. And then we'll see. And Ben is leaving and he's boarding a ship we've never seen before, on board of which there is a droid. Master Solo, a pleasure to see you. Will you be requiring your ship? I am pleased to report that I just completed full system tuna. Also, I could not help but notice the rather large fire at the temple. And everything alright? <coughs> Everything is fine, Gigi. <laughs> We're leaving now. And Ben looks back at the flames of the temple and he punches up the ship 
with a sound effect that just says SLM, slum. And then I, whoosh, I don't think they could afford the A. Oh, that makes sense. And then whoosh, the engines of the ship light up. And it's not entire. It's 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 a it's a it's a cool ship. Um, and he's he's lifting off, and he leaves his three Jedi peers there. Where do you think Ben's going? He's not going, Ty. He's running. Time you were going to take my pain away. They're in the med bay of the ship now. I'm sorry, Hennix. I tried. I'm a little distracted. The med bay will have something to help you. What? It's the engines, girl, getting us ready to fly. She's going after him. And the ships that they are chasing him, it looks like um, Luke has got them all their own type of starfighter. Because you see that there's four of the four. There's an A-wing and there's four of the same type of this like beefed up Y X-wing and a little bit of B-wing there as well. I think or sorry because they're asymmetrical. Mm-hmm. They've got the round engine on the uh, on the left side and on the right side. There's two X-wing wings. It's very weird because it doesn't seem like it's big enough for there to be a med bay. It, tr- it really doesn't. Yeah, that part so, is strange. Yeah, it's, it's it's a cool enough looking ship, I guess. Yeah, because they 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 go into the ship itself, but the the way that it's drawn, it doesn't seem like those ships actually have the maneuverability to do that. But you know, so they're blasting off from the planet after Ben. Whoa! What are you doing? We just came back to the ship to help Phoenix. There might not be survivors at the temple, or there might be. Whatever. Maybe Master Luke is. You didn't sense our teacher or anyone else. Neither did I. Normally, the whole force sings with Master Skywalker's presence. We have to face back, Ty. You heard what Ben said. He killed our master. We need to bring him to justice. Oh, goodness. You don't know him. What Ben had to deal with? I don't care what he said. He would never do this. Ben doesn't need to be hunted. He needs our help. We're going after him. What happens when we catch up? That's up to Ben Solo, and they're after him in orbit, and then Ben does a really spiffy U-turn in his weirdo ship. Yeah, and the interesting thing about the ship is it looks like the back looks like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, it, it definitely, they're, I think, very purposefully kind of Millennium Falcon vibes, but at the same time, it is a very different ship. There's a lot yeah. of negative space to the silhouette yeah, uh, and stuff like that. So he turns around and is now coming at these Jedi and their cruiser. What is he doing? He's making an attack run! I'll, I'll take a piece of action! A piece of action? Ben's father's one of the greatest greatest pilots in the planet star! <sighs> we can't beat him! And then Ben fires. And he hits part of the ship. Oh, and then the droid. What is it doing for the boy? You've not entered yet. You've not yet entered a destination, Master. Can I calculate a route for you? Perhaps you intend to visit home? It has been some time. And we see an image of General Organa. And Ben is looking very distraught. And the droid says, I have entered the route to Hosnian Prime. Recalculated. Shall I enter it? And then we hear another voice from far away. And I guess I'll do this one so I can have a big fancy character to do. It happened, did it not? We both thought it might. And this is a voice in Ben's head. And the word bubbles are black and surrounded in red, and the font is white. Creepy. And this is a flashback to the iconic episode 8 scene of Luke, you know, quote-unquote, trying to kill Mm -hmm. Ben. Skywalker feared you. Your strength 
he was always small. And him going, Ben, no! And then the whole, you know, him bringing the hut down on Luke. Ben's coming out of the rubble here. Whoa! And he takes out his blue lightsaber and he points it at the temple. What did you do it? And then he sees, we see a little bit of red light showing up in Ben's eyes as he looks at the temple. And the temple's intact. And Ben goes, what, what? And then all of a sudden... Force lightning. I, yeah, yeah. I guess it's lightning and the whole temple explodes. Yeah. And it comes from, I guess, the, the sky. sky. Yeah. So ben, and ben is thrown back. So Ben doesn't actually. And I'm going to remind everyone here that I'm not going to comment on anything. I'm just going to perform this. Yeah. And I'll save my commentary on things like this for the next episode. Yeah. So then Ben goes, oh, as he's being flown back. Mm-hmm. And then he looks and he's like, no. There's fi- now it's fire. Now the yeah. temple's on fire. And, and, we see and we bodies see, in the We fire. see at least two bodies. It looks like one person's kind of old. And then um, Ben goes, no. No. I never. Uh, I didn't want this. And in his head. And you did not choose it, Ben. The Jedi did. Skywalker. No. So we're we go. Back we're, we're back now. at the ship, and he he, he goes, "No, I'm not Hussein on Prime. I'm going somewhere else." God, you, you really you slip into the, a little bit of a noidy in there. <laughs> You're really gonna want to do a hard U-turn away from that. Oh, no. And so the ship that he shot with these three Jedi in it, they're just floating in space right now. What? Huh? I don't believe it. What? He took out our main engines. One shot. If he was even the tiniest bit off, we'd be hot vapor right now. I told you Ben wouldn't hurt us. He's not a murderer. I just don't get it. He really was a prize student. I didn't always like him, but the force is so strong in him. I've given anything. Oh, wait. I'd have given anything to. It doesn't matter. The mission hasn't changed. We'll find him no matter where he goes. Maybe. Maybe we can track him through the force. He cast a pretty long shadow. Oh my gosh. doesn't mean it always has to be the bloody force. And he pushes the button, click. Ben has attempted to ride on the Grimtosh, which I guess is the name of his weird ship. They're trying to find a signal of a blah blah blah, homing beacon, but we'll find it. Okay, it's their entrance. Should we? Should we call his mother? Tell her what's happening? We need to see this through. Learn the truth before we involve anyone else. So, for Master Skywalker and for Ben. Elsewhere. So this see- is a cool... Shout out to, to Will Sliney, Sliney, who did the art. This is a, yeah, this is a pretty cool spread yeah, and, here. And honestly, this looks like something that I would see in like an X-Men comic. Um, yeah, I can see that. And what we see is it's a, it's a green planet, kind of like the one Aayla Sakura dies on. Um, at least yeah, Flusha, I think. Flusha. Right? Yeah. And it's like a biodome, there's though. an orbital shield, kind of like in Rogue One. 
Um, so there, there's a force shield around the planet. Well, is it that, though, or is it glass? Because we have a shot of him pulling into the dock here, and it kind of looks like glass. It no, look, I mean, I, to the, me do it the dock... Um, okay, because the, I thought that... Oh, so there's yeah. also orbital stations. So there's yeah. five... There's orbital stations on both polar sides, and then there's an orbital station in the middle. Mm -hmm. And we've seen an orbital station before in the Lost Missions mm. episodes, where... There's that the first arc where the clone um, turns on the twins, the twin Jedi. Mm -hmm. That's them invading an orbital station. Oh, yeah. And then um, at various points in different Star Wars, like um, even in Alphabet Squadron, um, we see they, they describe orbital stations. So this is just one right. orbital station there. But it's essentially a, a greenhouse kind of in space. It's like a spherical greenhouse. I think this is also how they describe the Athorian's planet. Interesting. But I think that was in Legends. I don't know if they yeah. have retconned that yet. So Ben is pulling into this mysterious greenhouse sphere giant thing, and we see Snoke in a... With a hat. Horrendous outfit. It looks like he has long hair. Um, he looks but terrible. It's, but yeah, then he always has. Yeah. I don't remember the voice I was doing for him. My boy! And Ben puts his head down and slowly approaches him. And Snoke puts his arms around him. I'm so pleased you came to me. Snoke. <laughs> and Ben sort of kind of puts a hand on him back, like kind of hugs him back. Snoke, <laughs> look what Master Luke did to you. Never mind that, my young Ben. Let us consider what he nearly did to you. Which is interesting because when we see in episode nine, it's mm. just a bunch of that look just like him. Yeah, what the heck? So, no editorializing this episode. <laughs> We're saving it all for yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's Let you. us consider what he nearly did to you. It doesn't matter. I keep doing what he. Or to you. Tubular, it doesn't matter. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I killed him. I'm going to change my voice for Snoke to be an old person voice. Do you think so? Luke Skywalker will not easily die whenever or however it happens. Easy? <laughs> easy? Nothing but this is easy, Snoke. Of course, my boy. I meant no offense. Let us put Skywalker aside for now. He has stolen too much of your life as it is. Tell me. Now that you are finally free, what will you do? I've been thinking. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Turn the page. Whoa. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So. You, okay, start, rewind, rewind, rewind. You had a line there that you didn't complete. No, I said I've been thinking. Right. Yeah. And then the butt. Oh. Oh. So let's rewind, rewind. Yeah. Okay, so. What will you do? Well, I've been thinking <laughs> about the Knights of Ren. Knights of Ren! And then we have a nice, like, boy band type picture yeah. of the Knights Definitely of Ren. Definitely something you could see on, like, a heavy metal uh, Absolutely. album. Literally, one of them is, like, leaning on his little weapon, like, mm, aren't I neat? Mm. Yeah, and, and one of them's doing, like, the B boy stance. Um, and we see uh, the next picture is they've all surrounded. So ben. That's, that's the cover for the second issue. Oh, interesting. Okay, so we've finished, or that's no? That's the first issue, yeah. Okay, that so is, we... And that is the end Okay. of uh, The Rise of Kylo Ren, number one, which is now available in trade paperback. It's four issues total, so that's a fourth of the story. Uh, next week, we will we will talk about the entire thing. I've already read it. I don't know if Pete will read it or not. So like the one I weeks. have is the whole one. 
Did you get it? No, this this one right here oh, is the one you're holding. That's the trade yeah. paperback. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. not saying I'm gonna read it while we're you know po to po, um, but I'm gonna read it. What? <laughs> oh, so you plan on being here for a minute? Well, you read very fast. Um, you read comic books very quick. Yeah. So I'll say. It was so I had been spo- things have been spoiled for me like so like they yeah. pictures have been shown of those three Jedi and um, like Kylo not killing them and then the Why are you f- spoiling it for them. Well, that's just what we we I'm just talking about. Oh, what, in this yeah, issue, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. Kylo didn't kill him in this issue. Right. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, but that they just one thing about Star Wars Twitter is like for a medium like this, you show pictures. Yeah. 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 So it's like just take a picture of it with your phone. Yeah. And so that's one of those things that kind of got spoiled, kind of like all the retconning in the episode nine book, mm-hmm. um, which I still haven't finished. So oh, people just like took pictures of the text. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just took pictures of the text and then put them on Twitter. So it was interesting to see kind of the differences. Um, I assume that some of the things like we're going to get some context for them um, so that they don't sound as dumb. Um, but yeah, that's, that's our, we're going to save our, our comments, um, for the full thing. Yeah. And then I guess just take a minute here. If anyone has actually listened this far, um, Pete and I can't get a break. I mean, there's not going to be a break in the episode. We're going to have a new episode next week, but for you and I, um, we've, we've packed up a month's worth of episodes. We're recording this a weekend into August. Mm-hmm. And uh, we won't. This will be the first episode a... of September, I believe. Right, and so the next episode, the Book Boys on the Rise of Kylo Ren, will be September tenth. Right, but we're not going to record that now. So the next time you hear from us, there'll be like a month's worth of potential Star Wars news to touch on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. Everyone have a nice August, I guess. Yeah, and um, with that, see ya. <laughs>